BBC D-Bags is a proud member of the new Phony Podcast Network. Theorizing that one could travel within space and time, the D-Bags stepped into the giant VHS tape and vanished. They woke to find themselves trapped in different podcasts, facing themes, topics, images that were not their own. Their only guide on this journey is Dr. Guess Who, who appears in the form of, well, who knows that day. And so, the D-Bags find themselves leaping from podcast to podcast, striving to put right the alphabet, and hoping each podcast will be the podcast home. I landed quick. Wow, yeah, that was a, that was a short one. Crap, that we're really flying one. through this now. We are. I mean, we're almost done. I mean, we got to be done, right? Like, we have a couple letters left. I was going to say, we got to have this fucking alphabet put back together by now. I mean, I know. we've been leaping into these podcasts left and right. I mean, yeah. we can't have any more left. My Ziggy book is getting thin. Good. Thank God. So is my hair. <laughs> so is my patience. <laughs> so is so my <laughs> My patience is like my bread. I ran out of that yesterday. All right. <laughs> so let me read the new Ziggy cartoon, shall we? Yes, let's do that. So uh, Ziggy uh, says that we are going to leap into a storytelling podcast. Well, that's interesting. It's a storytelling podcast okay. called the Sloth Radio. So I don't know really what that is exactly. That's all it has. And then it says turn over for the Garfield. Oh, we don't want the Garfield. Oh, no, 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 no. I hate Mondays, so let's not uh, go there. <laughs> um, so, so are we leaping into sloths? Are we leaping into people or sloths telling stories? People telling stories about sloths? What, what's going no on here? I have no clue. So all we know is it's, it's the sloth hour and we're going to be telling stories. Yeah. Oh boy. Hey, storytellers. Got a boss who's writing your back about your attendance, your performance, or any number of things? Well, learn how to use that storytelling to your advantage with the Sloth's Art of the Excuse seminar. Check out the slash excuse for more details. There are no excuses not to. Not yet, anyway. From PBR, this is the Sloth Radio Quarter Hour. I'm Ulysses Ulysses McGillicuddy III. The Sloth stories are all true and are told live. Listening to these stories can just make the time fly. Our first story is from celebrity chef and heir to the Pringle fortune, Horatio Von Pringle. He shares a story about how even the best laid plans are sometimes half-baked. Good afternoon. Thank you. 
listening to my story today. I would like to tell you about a wonderful thing that happened to me today. I went to the grocery store because I needed milk and eggs because I wanted to bake a cake for my friend's birthday. When I got to the store, I went first to the milk aisle and picked out a carton of milk, but it was past the expiration date, so I got a different one that wasn't spoiled. Once I had my milk, I went to get the eggs. Once I got to the eggs, I checked them to make sure they weren't cracked. I found the perfect eggs and I was lucky because they were the 
last eggs in stock. As I proceeded to take them off the shelf, a nice little old lady came around the corner and was immediately crestfallen because she wanted eggs and there were none left. So I turned to her and I asked her why she was so upset. She said to me that it was her and her husband's fiftieth wedding anniversary, and he has a special fetish that she would take the eggs and hide them in different parts of her body, and it was his favorite game to find them. So, with a tear cascading down her cheek, she said this might be the last anniversary they will ever spend together. And so I gave her my eggs because I could see the love between them two just radiating out her pores. Well, she was so grateful for the eggs. She hugged me tightly and blessed me and gave me a kiss on the cheek saying to me that I was the kindest, most appreciative and unselfish person she had ever met. And as she skipped away to buy her eggs, I felt so happy that I could make two old 
lover's night be something very special indeed. Thank you. Horatio von Pringle details this account in his book, That's the Way the Potato Crisp Crumbles, and how it inspired him to create the Kink for Codgers Foundation, which helps the elderly live out their wildest sexual escapades. Our next story is from famed shambleist Marcus Vandershamble. His unique insight into the mundane, like going to the bank, will have you counting the minutes until you can hear more. The other day when I woke up, I think it was Tuesday. No, wait, it was Wednesday. I knew it was Wednesday. Day. That's the day I always go to the bank. The bank was full. And busy that day. Remember, it's Wednesday. And I kindly went up to the bank. Tell her. Have you ever noticed that the magician group Penn and Teller, that would be a great name for a bank, the bank of Penn? And teller. Ha ha. Hold for laughter. Oops. I didn't mean to read that part. Back to the Bank. I was talking with the teller about two dollar bills. You know, those fun two dollar bills, the kind your uncle. Gives you at Christmas time because he thinks it's fun. 
and cool, I then noticed a basket of dumb, dumb suckers on the counter. I gingerly went through the dumb, dumb suckers and pulled out my favorite flavor, pine apple. I unwrapped the wrapper, took my money, and ran out the door. I guess just like that Steve Miller song, I took the money and run. Ha ha. Hold for laughter. Oops. Again. I didn't mean to say that. Anywho. You who. That's my favorite drink. But it doesn't go well with a dumb, dumb sucker. So I left the bank, drove home through all my $2 bills on my bed and rolled around in them. I'm like a $2 millionaire. I wonder what Thursday will bring the end. If you want to hear more from Marcus Vandershamble, look for him on tour this summer with Impressionist Mimi Dobrieve, Sportscaster turned body ventriloquist Wink Binklebund, and Zach Galifianakis. No, not that Zach Galifianakis, Zach with a K. That's it for this week's Sloth Radio Quarter Hour. You can hear more from The Sloth at thesloth.net.biz or at any coffee shop with an open mic night. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Wow. I feel 
Man, I felt like that went really slow. Oh, I know. I feel kind of lethargic and sleepy in a way. Yeah. Like, I just want to go to bed. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oof. I'm mm. a little drowsy. Yeah. Remember Dum Dum Suckers? I'm kind of hungry for yeah, one. Oh, man. I loved those. My favorite was root beer. Yeah. Wow, root beer. Root beer it is. Yep. Well, I'm going to grab a root beer, and you grab a root beer, and we're going to say, I don't know what we're going to say. What, what what do we normally say? We say we say something here. Be kind. Rewind. Hanging up in a tree. I don't move much that you see. I'm a sloth and that means I'll just sit here eating leaves. I'm lazy and slow when I don't do many things. Yet people give me more praise than they would a king. My own fur grows algae. I have two toes, maybe three. I have bug colonies, but I still make kids happy. People clamor over me every single day. Being a so moving animal is great. Sloths are super neat. We never eat meat. We are really sweet and have goofy feet. The worst part of the day is moving to a new place. As a sloth, I will sleep for ten hours, then I'll leave. I'll only leave from my keep to defecate once a week. I don't care what you think or if you say that I stink. I will sit in my tree and I will enjoy the breeze. I'll move if I get hungry, cause that's how sloths be. Sloths can hide with ease, with our green algae. We don't fear disease, we do as we please. Some people don't know this, but sloths can swim. It's all thanks to our big noodle-looking limbs. So now in conclusion, being a sloth is so fun. Sitting here in the sun, it's too bad that you're not one. Sloths are interesting and magical indeed. But now I must return back up to my tree.